Welcome to the Sevo Show, The Life of Sev. Still haven't changed the name, still trying to uh, get around to doing that, but uh, we're on our way. We're on our way. We're thinking about the Good Thanks community being the new podcast name, but uh, we'll have a look and see how we go. On today's show, we have a really big dude. He likes to hit people uh, on the gridiron field. creator, a videographer specializing in business content and weddings. His name is Manny. You know him from Manny the Goof on TikTok. Uh, he lives in South Australia and he he loves a good yarn. So here we are. Manny, well, thanks for coming on the show. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> love him. Love him. All right. So Manny, uh, for the audience that may not know who you are. Who the fuck are you? Who am I? Who am I? My name is Tamani. I'm Tamani. I'm from I'm from Adelaide. Uh, obviously, Sever's given an introduction. I'm a content creator, videographer, weddings, commercials, um, bit of a YouTuber on the side, but that's for another channel called Racka Racka. Uh, yeah, and I also play gridiron. That's another thing as well. Just a bit of sports on the side, which is is pretty funny because. When, when I'm on the field and then people are just, we're just all smacking each other. Like, hey, you're the guy from the, from TikTok. I'm like, what? <laughs> we're meant to be angry at each other right now. <laughs> oh man, I remember that. I started playing indoor uh, footy every Monday night and uh, the kids that we versed, they're like, you're from TikTok. I'm like, yeah. And uh, actually funny extra story, uh, one time, because I just dominate everybody in the ruck, there's just no contest in the jump balls, um, <laughs> being six foot ten. One of the kids recognized, like I had a ring, a ring on this finger, the, non, the non-wedding ring finger, and he goes, oh, is that a wedding ring? And I'm like, that's a fucking weird question to ask during a football game. And then I said to him, nah, it's on the wrong, it's on the wrong finger, mate. But uh, I'm getting married real soon, unfortunately. We can still go on a date, though. And he's just like, what the fuck? That's not what I'm oh, – like, he's 18, so he's not used to that banter. And he's just like, uh, like almost shit himself. Like, no, 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 I'm not I'm not gay. No homo, no homo, no homo. I'm like, it's okay. It's all right, bro. We're good. We're touching it's each other here. It's all guy like you just go, no, I'll date you. Like, what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so um, the reason why uh, I love chatting to this man is because we hype each other up in our, uh, in, in our worlds, in our creative worlds. We, uh, we do the same thing in different states, and if we lived in the same state, we'd probably dominate even more just, just by collabs and shit. Just, you have just, helped me a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's the thing, like, I just found out that, that we had that in common just um, doing weddings and uh, that you're a photographer, videographer, and but everything correlated the same. So pretty yeah. much, uh, you, you're like my Mr. Miyagi. Mr. On the Miyagi, wax on, wax off. Yeah, but like, I reckon the best thing, everyone's like, oh, what do you like so much about TikTok? I'm like, networking with cool people. 
and they're like, don't you like being famous? I was like, I'm not famous. You just think I am. I'm just, it's just a bunch of numbers. Like people come up to you and like want a photo with you. You probably get that a lot. And it's yeah. just like, you're just like, yeah, cool. You, you know, have a good day, but you make their life. It's, it feels good. But at the end of the day, it's the people that you meet and, and uh, work together with. It's the best. And there's not that many, to be honest, like, yeah. uh, but I guess with us, because we're in a similar field, it's easier. Whereas every, uh, every other person is either a, a self-proclaimed model or a singer or some sort of fucking, I don't know, um, you know, each to their own, they've lived their best life. But uh, we're making bank out here with our businesses and we're using TikTok as a, as a tool to attract attention, which is exactly what I'm using TikTok for yeah. from the likes of Gary V. He said, if you want to grow your business, find out where the attention is. And it's on TikTok. I've had, I've had a few clients. Have you, you had some opportunities? Yes, yeah, so TikTok, many. Haven't you? Have you had any from um, TikTok yet? I've had, yeah, actually I had one recently. Yes. Um, Tell me the story. She hit us up. And then she said, uh, hey, hey, you're a funny man. And it was just on my like professional business Facebook Messenger, which I wrote, uh, oh, damn, like it's a full team thing. Is she pointing out someone out of this whole team? And then she's like, yeah, funny man. And then she put my at in there. Yeah, nice. And then I was like, hey, what? <laughs> and then pretty much, yeah, from there, we just had the consult and then just landed the job. That's dope. Um, That's so dope. She just, she seems pretty cool about it, like. That's the best, man. Absolutely. Like I, I even commented on um, our uh, premier's Facebook page, Mark McGowan, because he's been yeah. a real top bloke with all this COVID shit. And uh, I commented one, one, <laughs> because because he just posted a, a post, and you know how people go early first, you know all that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't do that. But every time I see a post uh, by someone like huge that that just posted early, I'm like, sweet, yeah. I've got a chance to really be seen here. So I said to Mark, I was like, thank you so much for your uh, leadership. Uh, if it wasn't for you, my wedding business would be fucked. I didn't say the word fucked, but I pretty much said that. And I had over a hundred likes and, um, and it's like free exposure. And a few people messaged me saying, dude, that's fucking genius. And then in the yeah. comments underneath my comment, they're like, Hey, you're that guy from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how it works. Cause, cause the thing is, is that it's such a big platform and, and, you can just get your name across just like that. Yeah, man. And like the whole algorithm shit with all these uh, people complaining about it, not mentioning too many names, but uh, you know who they are. But um, I, I just love the fact that last week I was on the fucking Kelly Clarkson show for a video that didn't even go viral. It just was used in a song that I liked. I'm, yeah. I didn't make up the dance myself. I just liked the the dance uh, is like a comedian that did it years and years ago. He mimed the whole song, Natalie and Brulia torn. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to make that a TikTok. And I did it. And <laughs> you go through the list of all the, all the popular uh, videos. And I'm like the 30th one down the list and they found it and they chose it. And I interviewed me with Kelly Clarkson. I'm like, who gives a shit about 1 million views on their video? If something like that happens, that's like, you know, it's they found you like that. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's the thing. Like, I think that's the thing that people don't realize is, is that even if you the, the higher you get, like from what I what I've seen with some creators, it's just the higher you get, the more unsatisfied they get. 
uh, with with the amount of numbers that they receive. And that's the thing that's that's a big problem for any creator today. It's just kind of like uh, blocking out that satisfaction and saying, oh, only 20 likes, that's nothing. Or oh, only 30 likes, that's nothing. But it's just like that's uh, that's 30 people or even two people. They, they've taken their time to come watch your video. And that's what it comes down to, man. Genuinely. Just having, that, having gratitude for for any viewer that comes towards your your videos and, and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, and like you said, like you didn't hit that many views on that video and you're like 30th and it's just like someone's seen it, someone sent it, someone enjoyed it. The right person, you know, the right yeah, exactly. person in the in the scheme of like blowing up and stuff. The show has aired too, and I haven't even seen it yet. Like, I haven't even had time to watch it. That's how much. That's how busy I am. Like it's cool, yeah. and I and I care a little bit, but to the, at the end of the day, I'm not like fanging out for it and be like, "Look at me, guys! I'm on the Kelly Clarkson show." You know, exactly. I will I make a TikTok about it. Crap out of things like as soon as they get those type of like, it's a good thing to like. If I guess if you're like a creator that wants to get out there but it's just like as soon as i have that one touch of um of, of something I'm just like milking it and telling oh everyone like, just as i'm like haha sucked in i was just sucked in and it's like what <laughs> i remember like all these people who are like in in these creative groups and shit and, and anytime something massive happens in their thing they, they flex it and they're expecting yeah. everyone to circle jerk with them and then and then when I do it, it's like, hey, guys, check this out. Uh, this happened. And it's like two people say, oh, yeah, congrats. And, you know, those two people are the my favorite people, but I'm not looking for validation. I'm like, this is what's happened. Hopefully you're motivated by it. And, you know, it's, it's the same shit over and over and over yeah. again with influencers, not just on TikTok, but Instagram and, and that. And, and they all say, I've got depression. I'm pissed off. I'm sad. Yeah. Oh, my, my content's trash. I'm like, no, it's not. You love it. If you love it, your content's not trash. And it's like, and all these fans like that comment, shut up dog, um, that comment <laughs> on your page saying your account's dead or um, yeah. how come you're not getting many views anymore or, oh, I haven't seen you on the, on the For You page in a while. It's like, okay, well, at least you're seeing it now. <laughs> no, don't worry. I've been, I've been getting quite a bit of those, um, those like your account's dead and, and stuff like that. And that's the thing, like it, it's, you kind of feel like, you kind of, kind of pick up that TikTok's more of a, a hype train, yeah. More than the community, um, which is what I'm saying. Is that your Dalmatian? Yeah, back? I'm just. I, I got. A, yeah, I got the dog yesterday, and he's like, I'm just watching him not chew anything. Oi, Simba! No, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, new news for everybody. I d uh, adopted a, a new dog. I've got a Dalmatian. A, yeah, a two-year-old puppy. Dalmatian there, mate. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a fast boy too. He's spring. He's a spring <laughs> boy. Video on your mate, it's going to be a fun time training. They're already pretty good interacting, but uh, Sabine is uh, she's going to work soon, so she's probably going to take my car too. But oh well. Um, <laughs> so but yeah. Good. Anyway, um, so yeah, going back to the whole. Um, these these people who are like, oh, the algorithm sucks, you know. Uh, yeah. uh. What do you see those people in five years' time? You know, what? I think that's the thing that's that's the problem with this is that they're looking at the the short term game, exactly. which is kind of like, you know, that dopamine rush that that TikTok has offered, uh, as in like the, the well, the algorithm at the start, it kind of like 
put people out there pretty much. Yeah. So everyone got a taste of, I guess, fame quickly, um, depending on their content. And that's, I guess that's the thing that ruined it is that that because they got it so quick, um, creators started having this, um, like this persona of, of them, like I deserve that because I got that quick and, I deserve that. And it then as soon as it again, dropping it's, off, it's kind of like. Yeah. And because they're younger, they're younger, they think that that's how the world works because they've succeeded so quickly. But yeah. they haven't, like a lot of a lot of popular creators, the younger ones, they haven't actually tasted failure too much and their perspective is way off. And now the, the shit's coming down on them. They're like, oh, I'm shadow banned or the algorithm sucks. You should bring it back yeah. to the way it used to. And I'm just like, no, the, the algorithm doesn't suck. You're not shadow banned. People are just not interested in your same videos anymore. And you either yeah. have to reinvent yourself or try something else, you know? And that's the thing. That's what I've come across as well. So, because I was doing quite a bit of skits and, and stuff like that, I was just chucking it out there because I really didn't really care. I just, I just, you know, put out any content I wanted. Yeah. So I wanted to change it up and then try something different. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to change it up, try something different, and pretty much, um, yeah. Look, I'm not, I'm not into numbers or anything, but it did gain traction. But it was a different, completely different type of content. And that's a that's a thing that that people when they try to do the same thing all the time and then because it worked when they first did it and they got all the views and stuff like that, it's just kind of like, I deserve it because my content's great. And yeah. then it gets into this ego. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I'm i kind of like in an opposite sort of area, which is a, a really weird um, in a way because people go, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I found that I can write, you know, find a good meme or find a good joke on the internet and turn it into a pretty funny, relatable video. Uh, And it worked, you know, and when we talk about numbers and views and, you know, all that shit, but I didn't like it. I didn't like finding a joke that I didn't write. You know, you give give credit and all that stuff, but it's like, I just... I just want like my stuff. It's like I, I come up with like, all right, this will be funny if we did it like this or, you know, it's, it's kind of similar in a way. Like when I see someone else do uh, a trend, I'm like, how can I spin that around so that uh, I can relate it to teaching or being tall? Um, but it just got exhausting and I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that every day. I just want to exactly. document my life or, you know, preach some good shit and it's just like stop being a dickhead go out into the world and do stuff. You know, that's the sort of content I want to make. I don't want to make jokes unless yeah. it's in the moment. And and those videos actually do the best, those in-the-moment videos. Um, but, like, I, I honestly, you know, and it, when you when you have expectations for, like, oh, my, oh, this video is going to do so well, and it, then it doesn't, you just start yes. to start to fucking be sad about it. And I see a lot of creators do that. And I'm like, no, nah, manage your expectations. Put it out there and don't expect anything. Put it out there for you first. And people yeah. just forget. People just forget. So, But it's so funny seeing the psychology of all these people where they're all high and mighty and then all of a sudden the attention's taken away from them and they don't blame themselves, they blame someone else. And that's the recipe for disaster being depressed and having anxiety and yeah, just shit. So yeah. What do you reckon? Why why I think this is like a a dangerous game as well. Mental health wise. Um, 
in the terms of just just social media overall. I guess that's the thing. Like we, me and you, like I sound like an old guy right now, <laughs> but like we, we lived in that generation where it was kind of like half half, like half of like no tech and then half tech. Yeah, kind of like or like the transitioning of everything. So you kind of like we're used to the slow dial up internet. We're yeah. used to the we're being patient. And I, I think that's the thing that's lost now. It's just patience is lost because everything's fast track now. Yeah. There's a lot so, of, uh, there's a lot of chance uh, to capitalize on that though. Being an educator yeah. is like very important um, now because the boomers are going to die out. The The next generation, the generation X, you know, the ones in the sixties and seventies are going to start to, you know, become too old to run the world. We're next to be leaders and yeah. there's not that many of us in terms of being uh, woke or self-aware, you know, and it's yeah. good to capitalize on it, not in a bad way, but saying, hey, you teenagers, um, now I sound like an old man, get off my <laughs> fucking lawn. Um, nah, but it's like, hey, you guys, you need patience. You want to succeed. This is what you need to do for the next 10 years. But when we were teenagers, even though things were slow, you still wanted to get you know, a car, you still wanted to, you know, get some money in the bank or, or you would spend it straight away. Like anytime yeah. I got a paycheck, I was like straight away to Hungry Jacks or get out on the piss with the boys and always exactly. living week to week, you know. And then all of a sudden, imagine being an 18-year-old, getting a, a brand deal for a fucking shitty video you made on TikTok for 10 seconds and, you know, the world is your oyster for six months you get used to it and then it just goes away and you're just like, oh shit, well, what do I do now? My yeah. parents my parents think I'm retarded and uh, that word is uh, another word that we used quite freely 10, 15 years ago, which is now, which is now taboo because it's, you know, politically incorrect, all that shit. But, you know, it's again, and that's another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, the whole PC culture, the whole cancel culture. Remember that time when I almost got canceled by those white girls who thought I was racist? Yeah, exactly. That's fucked. There's so many things that we, we can look back on, I guess, like uh, when we were, because I've been filming since I was like eight years old. Yeah. So like just the things like, um, just going to head back to the, just like the patience and, and yeah. everything like that with, with why I'm patient with my own like TikToks and I don't get too obsessed with the numbers is because when I was eight years old to the age of 18, we had been making films, uh, YouTube videos and stuff like that. But well, this is before YouTube and we, the only viewers were just us as mates yeah. just watching it. Yeah. And that's the thing, like we would make a film like a, we had a film called, Evil Flamingo. So it was just a flamingo just killing everyone. And we're just like nine years old and just like, it was funny. as It's like a, a, a serial killer, but it was an evil flamingo. And it, it basically was the start of everything. We just watched it uh, to ourselves and then we, we, we just laughed at everything. So then we made another show called Timothy where I'm the superhero and I have these powers. I can run fast, but really it's just times two fast forward. <laughs> and everyone can't move in the background. Um, and then we viewed that to ourselves as well. So basically we had this little projector room and we'll all watch it. And that's the thing. It's kind of like, it's, it comes down to passion first yeah. and, and why you are creating. And that's the thing I think when people sometimes film nowadays, it's kind of like, they're not, 
feeling that process while they're filming. It's just like, I want to get it out of the way. I just want to get that wide shot. And hundred percent. They're thinking about the, they're thinking about the end product. They're not thinking about yeah. the journey. And that's, that's the difference. That's the difference. They, that, you know, they say they put all this effort in and then to get no views. And I'm yeah. like, but did you enjoy making it? And then they're like, oh, no, because I didn't get any views. And I was like, well, that, you're missing the point. Because yeah, exactly. the, the, the views is the smallest part of the whole process, you know? It's that, that final, how did you go? It, the majority part is the journey. And like being like the journey of, you know, filming with your mates at eight years old, sitting down in front yeah. of the projector and laughing together, that's the best thing in the world, that passion. And, you know, you yeah. got to be passionate about what you do. Like strong, I'm a strong advocate for being passionate and finding, finding your passion. These kids, these young influencers, I hate that word, um, uh, <laughs> they're not passionate about what they're doing. They're passionate about being popular. And that's not a good passion to be about because people come and go, people get spat out. Like Dogface420 or whatever his name is, 208, he is yeah. like my favorite thing right now because he's just doing what he loves. He doesn't give a shit. Exactly. And he's making And that's fun. how he got big. You can just tell like he just did a random video. It went viral. It was, it was actually really vibey though. You can it's kind of so feel vibey. You can feel it when yeah. you're watching the video. Exactly. And like, there's a guy called Harry, I don't know, fucking name. He's got these yellow, tall, small yellow glasses on his head. Oh, and yep, yep. I know, Sean. Big, he's got the big hair like Yeah, this. big hair, big hair. All he does is vibe videos, but he, he's having a good time, you know? Exactly. Like, not my sort of content and, you know, best of luck to him. And, you know, if, if we bumped into each other, I'll just be like, dude, fucking... That's sick, you know? Good job, yeah. However, however, I do see that too many kids see that and be like, oh, shit, i gotta, I got to do this and vibe and look you look how popular you are and stuff. Hey, Sabine, yeah. you can take my car. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and, but he's, he's still doing the same thing over and over pretty much. Yeah. Um, exactly. And I remember he blew up like a couple of months ago because it was just all over my For You page. Yeah. And he got like a million followers in like a week. And I'm like, that's that's so cool. But at, at the same time, it's so dangerous um, if you don't know how to capitalize on it. Because if you start exactly. to invest yourself into that, it's like, shit, this is what's going to happen. This is my life now. I'm going to hit 10 million followers by the end of the month. And then bang, it just stops, you know? Yeah. So um, doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting growth. Hey. Um, it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. Unless- it is dangerous. And, and yeah. another example is like I was at a party, um, just like a family gathering the other day. Yeah. And then there was this one kid. He's like probably like 17. He's just a um, family friend. Everyone was just like boasting like, oh, he's the uh, he's TikTok famous. And I was just like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. I'm just eating my pork, eating my taro, you know, taros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's just kind of like um, he was just bragging this whole time. It's just like – and then I was kind of like thinking in my head like, oh, how many he's got? He's got and he had like 20,000. So I was just like, okay, that's a big achievement. Um, but he kept doing it, bragging, had this different uh, personality, blah, blah, blah. And then um, one of my cousins came and she's like, oh, you do realise money has almost 500,000. <laughs> And, and then, then he just went quiet. He's just like, what? And I was just like, and I just kept eating. I was like, yeah, well, 
Yeah. Staying humble. <laughs> Staying humble. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that, like, similar stories. Eh? It's, I hate how the hierarchy is still, like, deep down um, ranked about how many fucking followers you have. It's so bullshit. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm doing these influencer meetups and shit now for, like, yeah. uh, events, which are pretty cool because I've met a few cool people already, which is nice. Um, yeah. excuse the noise guys. My dog's trying to peek through the window, but yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's some hierarchy. There's some absolute hierarchy. Like people walk around. It's like, depends on the, depends on the, like the status of their, uh, of like, Oh, I've got a million followers. Therefore I'm at the top. You know, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, I don't know who you are. It's like, piss off, man. What, what are you, what are you actually doing in your life? Like that's. That's that's relevant, you know. If you have yeah. a million followers because you're uh, Morgan Freeman, that's fucking cool. If you have yeah. a million followers because you're um, Gary Vaynerchuk, that makes sense. Um, hang on a sec, guys. I need to. Uh, who, who who else can you come up like? Who who else can you come up with that's like has a heap of followers, um, but is like legit? Is actually legit and influential. Um, probably, I reckon Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, mate, he is, he is like, he's one of my favorites. He's the top. He has got the most followers out of everyone. And it's because he takes his time to also answer questions. He also talks about mental health, which I'm a big thing about, like, just with with chatting about as well towards, uh, towards my following as well, just like to get that out there. Yeah, that's Um, it. That's the other thing I want to bring up, man. The, the value, bringing value to your audience. If you're just vibing, People will vibe with you for a while, but then they'll be like, okay, it's the same thing over and over. What value Sorry, does the, he bring me so. now? Yeah? Oh, Should be all good. You yep. okay? Yeah. Yeah. What was your question? It's like, how, what, what value do you bring me? You know, what, what's, what's the new value? Like Christian yeah. Hull, he's, he's a comedian, right? And he yeah. does all these random videos. Sometimes he jokes about things in his life. And now all of a sudden he's going super viral again for watching people put paint in paint cans, spinning it around, and he's trying to guess the color. Absolutely hilarious. Great. He's done something new and people are like, that's funny. Oh, Fuck yeah, you know, Christian's got some new material. That's awesome. It's like stand-up comedians. They do the same act over and over and over again. People find it funny a few times and they're like, okay, what's next? I've heard that joke before. We get it. We get it. You're you're trying to be funny with the same joke. But then when you reinvent yourself, you're just like, holy shit, you know? That's what people need to do. But they need to bring value. And it's either humor, which is great value, or something motivational, uh, inspirational, talking about mental health, which is something that is universal. That that's something that you can continue doing, and people can view that. But exactly the, the young kids, they don't they don't know they don't know. So um, what I've also realized is kind of like when you when you're chatting about it, like the the times that I lose, yeah, like I lose followers is through talking about mental health. And uh, that's it's, that's it's disturbing crazy. because I think I think it's kind of like everyone isn't in tune with real life situations. Um, they just love seeing the bullshit. Uh, look at my mansion. Check out my my cars. They love <laughs> to see that kind of like fake life vibe sometimes uh, instead of like 
oh, what you can get mental health or well, here's the theory. Here's the theory. The theory about that is people want that sense of belonging where they're always winning, right? Yeah. So they find an outlet whether it's themselves, which is rare, I call that the 1%, aka the popular creators, which doesn't last long anyway, uh, yeah. or the people that jump on board. This is why people watch sport. Majority of people watch sport because of this. Majority of people watch um, streamers, really good streamers like Ninja, PewDiePie and all that shit because they succeed. They're funny. They, they're good at their game. Um, and the 99% that, that watch are the ones that aren't as good or they fail. So they feel safer watching their favorite team, their favorite personality, just, just live yeah. life, you know, mansions and shit. Even though behind the scenes, majority of these people are absolutely depressed as shit because they're stressed out that they're not going to be popular one day. Or they, yeah, they, they yeah. feel like they're, they're, you know, there's so much shit to talk about here. But um, what I'm trying to say is if you're watching a football team or if you're if it's coming up to the weekend and you're like, oh, my God, I've got to get my tips in for, for the footy. Oh, who's going to win the derby? Oh, who you got for the derby? Yeah, that's great. That's culture, yeah. you know, and that's fine. But the thing is, if that's it, if that's all you have, you're not really focusing on yourself. You're, you're just trying to win off of someone else. If you're not winning oh, yourself, sure. like I haven't watched sport in a long time. I don't, I have, I'm winning myself. I'm obsessed with yeah. myself. Like I'm, I'm watching my TV through my own eyes and I'm like, what's my body going to do next, you know? Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. My fucking dog is very new. I can't even hear it. It's oh, really good. <laughs> but yeah, so um, all, these, all these influencers have these followers and those followers are, are attaching themselves to these creators to have that sense of belonging that they feel like they're succeeding too. And when they yeah, exactly. comment first or love your videos, Sev, can you please follow me? Fucking give me a shout out because they feel like they feel like they've succeeded. Right. Which is fine, yeah. which is fine. But those, but those people don't stay around long um, because they either find someone else because they're bored of the first one or they start succeeding themselves. And that's also fine. So how do you keep that sense of belonging in a good way? You provide value. You keep providing value. As soon as you start doing the same shit, like, oh, you know that one where, where those where those boys, they do this with the teeth, that air, that, that, yeah. and then they're like, oh, I don't know, man. It's like, <laughs> bro, chill out, you know, bring some value, solve a problem, talk about it. And like exactly. when, when you say when you say that you lose followers because you start talking about mental health, you're putting fear into your viewers' Um, eyes of something that they're not used to. But the thing is, you keep doing that, you keep doing that, you'll lose followers, but those followers will come back because they'll remember you from like, oh, man, he used to talk about, you know, this situation. It's now relevant to me. I'm yeah, going to exactly. go follow him again. They'll be back. They'll be back. Like I had a lot of like, I had a lot of inboxes and everything like that, um, which is so much you can do, like just kind of replying to everyone and everything like that. I think that's the thing, like I, I always, always chat about, mental health and, and things like that but I always um I always say that it's a, it's a self-guidance journey as well at the same time yeah because sometimes it can you can become reliant in the sense of like oh like um that like we're saying again that quick fix thing like yeah uh, quick oh, fix. can you solve my my problems if I chat to him so that's the thing where it comes down to that that balance and just guiding them properly to the sense of 
this is your self journey. I can give you the tools to your self journey. Yeah. You've got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. And, and, and you just keep doing that. You keep, you keep at that. And if you enjoy that yourself, like providing, like receiving a DM yeah. about someone, when someone goes, dude, I watched your live the other day and you were talking about this specific thing about how you felt in this specific situation when you were a kid, I felt that. And I'm like, that's, a, that's, that's the best thing. That's the best thing to hear, um, you know, coming from a fan because money can't pay for that experience. You cannot, you cannot do that un un unless you, you open up and talk about it yourself. And yeah. until these kids realize they're going to fail or, or they're going to, they're going to ride the gravy train for a couple of nights and then it'll be over. And, and then th that'll be for, oh shit. It's <laughs> not <all> good. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's being a pest. Um, <laughs> he probably knows you're on a podcast. Yeah, fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know why Sabine left him in here. It's just silly, 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 silly. Um, but yeah, so it need, you need to just provide value, whatever it is. Yeah. And if you feel that people aren't really vibing off your value anymore, ask yourself, are you enjoying making that? And if you are, keep doing it. You'll find another yeah. group. I or, like doing a mixture. Like I like doing my comedy skits. And then just adding, like, you know, throwing that value in as well, just for, towards people as well. Yeah. Um, just having it mixed up, of course. Like, well, even before this, I was like doing uh, youth work pretty much. So that's a that's another thing that, that's, that was there before. So it's like the foundations of everything. Yeah. Was that if I wasn't doing videography or, or TikTok or anything like this, I'd definitely be a youth worker. Um, and that's the thing. I got the certificate there. I completed it. It's just sitting there. So if anything, that's what my full-time job would be if I were to go a different direction. That's dope. But I can, I can do it online. So that's yeah, the thing. That's the thing because you can reach so many more people. Like I realized yeah. with my teaching, I don't like going to school every day at the same time, seeing the same people. Like I love the kids. But I want to make more of an impact. I want them yeah. to be wanting to get value from my life lessons uh, and, you know, little hints. And I don't preach anything. I'm like suggesting, I'm like, hey, this is what I did. If you're ever in this situation, this is how I came over it, overcame it. Maybe adapt it to your own way. It's a different journey completely, but it, it can help, you know. And I don't want to worry about the curriculum because it's out of date anyway. But to be yeah. able to, when COVID was full, full front, at the full front here in Perth, as, as it was everywhere, I started live streaming my maths lessons. I had 20,000 kids stream yeah, into my live lessons across one week. And I'm like, name any other teacher that has done that in Australia, you know, not a big, big flex, you know, but at the same time, it's like, what is everybody else doing? They're all complaining or they're all happy that they're at home or that they're, they're pissed off that they have to redo an, a, an online lesson because, you know, COVID yeah. and all that shit. And I'm like, well, fucking, you got to pivot. You got to pivot. You got to, you got to adapt, not complain. And this is what these kids are doing. They're all like, oh, my fucking views are down. And I'm like, whining about it won't work. Create more. Just do, just create another 10. And even if they're shit, do it again. Do it better. Make sure you Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's like, that's the thing. Like it, it comes down. Like, I think people will sometimes forget about content and how important it is. Yeah. Yeah. Your content speaks for itself as well for your audience. And it's just kind of like, nah, but this person has this many followers and this person has this many followers. And how are you verified? It's just like, 
Gosh. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been a really interesting journey for me, like especially with all the blue tick shit and all these thousands of followers and it's just like nothing's changed in my life apart from having leverage with companies and stuff. Yeah. That's it. And or apart from like when you go to the shops, people want to have a photo. But, but when I ask them, hey, what do you want a photo for? They're like, you're famous. Yeah. Not you changed my life. So, exactly. and that will be the majority of influencers and people is, yeah. is they're, they're getting, they want to get a photo to show off to their friends. I remember when I was a young, young, young boy and when I was a young boy, my father, <laughs> I went to the Soundwave Festival and bumped into the Blink Boys and I was like, I want a photo, I want a photo. So I could flex, yeah. you know, flex it, like, hey, check it out, check it out. And it was a big deal for me. But after that, I learned, I was like, you know what? They're just regular people. They're just, I just like their yeah. music, you know. They helped me. They helped me a lot to get through school, you know, their music. So that was and, different. And that's um, the thing that I've learned as well is kind of like, um, like I had that, that, mentality after like what, what you realize as well is kind of like they're just people at the end of the day yeah like i had i remember when i first met jimmy jackson who's one of my inspirations when i first met him they're like oh he's coming to the house to film skits with us and i was just like had this fangasm thing going <laughs> i was just like oh yeah 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 and then i and then i realized it's kind of like that at the end of the day like i'm treat this guy like I'm not like the, that next fan or anything like that. And then just met him and he's like, oh, stop, bro. And then it was like, yeah. And then he asked for a photo of all of us. Like, let's yeah. get a photo together. Yeah. Like, just chilled, like just did it naturally. And and then that's the thing, like it's, it's kind of like didn't bounce in his face or anything like that. But meeting all these influencers like, um, like Jackson Dirty, Alex Williamson, just all these random random guys, it was, yeah. it was cool because we're just all like a bunch of normal dudes who just love to create content. I think when you look at it that way, it's there, like a, it's a different bowl game. There's a, there's one, um, there's a, there's a bumper sticker that I, um, that I saw Matthew from Matthew McConaughey's, um, Matthew McConaughey's releasing some like inspirational shit. He just released a book and yeah. he spoke about this where you are involved with a celebrity and, uh, fuck, I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's something, it's it, the, pretty much the gist of it is um, when someone big time is in front of you, don't be distracted, be involved. Don't be obsessed, yeah. be involved. And what that means is don't be starstruck, be involved. Because if you're starstruck, you're just like, oh, my God, how famous is this person? All of a sudden, you're not in the moment. You're just freaking yeah. out that pretty much it's like your conscience is out there it's yeah and, like, you know you're, it's, you're not really controlling yourself you're just no, kind of like shadowed yeah. by that, that so yeah. what i want what i want out of all of this in the next 10 to 20 years which will happen is i want people to come up to me and shake my hand or give me a big hug and say i'm doing well because of you yeah. or i'm doing i'm doing better because of your videos um that inspired me to you know live my best life or I used yeah, exactly. to be bullied because of this, this, and this. And then I saw one video of you getting roasted actively by your students. And I was like, you know what? These are the same sort of attacks that I get. But for some reason, I give a shit. But after yeah, seeing yeah. your videos, I'm like, he laughs at himself when people bully him or roast him, you know. And when it's, when it's unsolicited opinions as well or whatever, you know, if someone if someone can take that from me and be like, 
you know what? Fuck all you cunts. You know, absolutely fuck all of you yeah. who are bullying me. It's not affecting me anymore because I watched this one video of Sev and you can no longer hurt me. That is better than watching some dickhead spill soap down the road and sliding and doing that oh, over gosh. and over and over <laughs> and over again. You know, it's funny once, but Jesus, you know, let's get over it, eh? Like That's exactly right. Like you, you cover from a good point here. Yeah. It's just kind of like when, when people go out to me and they're like, oh, it's money from whatever. And I'll be like, yes. And they're like, yeah, hey, what's up? And then they're like, I got, I got the new Yeezys and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, nice. It's just like, I'm wearing shoes from Kmart that cost 15 bucks. Like, what? Like, again, they look at me like, you're human? Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just like a guy who's like, just, who's still like, buys that type of like, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, and that's the thing. Like, they were like, you know what? That's pretty cool. I'm going to go to Kmart and, and buy less expensive shoes so it helps my mum out. I'm just like, well, there you go. That's, yeah, that's- exactly. And then next minute you get a Kmart brand deal. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be gold. That'd be gold. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But but even these even these kids who are sliding down the street, you know, um, yeah. and this is and this is to save save grace with them, because I'm not I don't want to talk about shit about anyone. And and I and I can go back 15, 20 years almost now when we were yeah. j- watching Jackass for the first time. That shit was <laughs> that shit was entertaining as fuck, right? But all those all those dudes, even though they were men already, um, they grew up, they got families, they got really bad drug addictions, alcoholics and all that stuff. Some died in car crashes. Yeah. RIP Ryan Dunn. And um and now they're they're telling stories and what they've learned from them and and yeah. they they've got some mental health things that they talk about. So these kids the the reason why they're so hyper and they're so like out there and doing all this shit is because they haven't really properly gone through trauma. They haven't. Yeah. They haven't. Like they, they've they've been born into uh, like a a, pr- a privileged lifestyle, you know. And and when they do hit the sh- shit the bed, they're gonna be worse off than anybody else. And yeah. and they'll make excuses. They'll suck and stuff. It's already happening. But the ones that have gone through trauma will, will win in the end. Everybody will win in the end. You just have to be self-aware. But going well, back you, to the you whole think, jackass you thing. about it as well from from perspective of like back then, or back in the day, now I've gone to that guy as well, um, is that we all, whenever we we're in trouble, whenever we got into like any problems, we had to deal with ourselves. Because nowadays the, the phone is a digital pacifier. So it's oh kind of God. like, I love those you know words. what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm feeling something where I'm struggling or, or something like that, I will definitely go, Hey man, what are you doing? want to catch up right now, which is not bad oh at all God. or anything. I'm not saying that, but it's kind of like, you're not facing things alone as well at the same time. You're not helping yourself. It's a quick fix through. or a quick escape or a temporary bandaid because it's like we need to edit these photos, right? Or we get stuck on, a, on an edit and it's just like, oh, fuck, this is going to suck. Or you're about to color grade something or I don't know, you're, you're, you're struggling to find uh, the motivation to create content. And then you're like, I'm going to text a friend. Let's hang out. And you're, yeah, or you start exactly. scrolling through just aimlessly. And yeah, it's, it is so important to, 
um, reflect and, you know, detach yourself from that world so that it doesn't distract you. And it's a big thing for me. I'm, I'm working on it right now. I remember that night yeah, the other same. night when, when we were like, all right, 30 minutes and we'll chat for two minutes. That was a yeah. sick night. Like we got so much done and yeah. it was. And the thing is I, I, do you know what? Thank you. Thanks for that night. That's how I landed my recent job. Um, because I just had everything there. They're like, oh, where's all the visuals for the script? And I said, oh, it's right here. Because we had that little time together. Just Fuck like yeah. That's just, just meant to be. Just meant to be. Two minutes off. Yeah. Where's my cut? <laughs> here you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> paper, paper. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to. I'm keen for COVID to to bin it uh, and the Adelaide border to come along and uh, turn it off because um, I've got I've got a couple of relatives. They're, they're in laws from my mum's partner's side they're not even together anymore but um they're yeah. they're, they're still family to me and they're, they're great so uh, i'll definitely visit them and uh come hang out with you that'd be sick i can't wait for that um well i thought so i thought i'd see you go for the adelaide crows i was reading up yeah i did i, I, I what? I'm, a, I'm a crows man but i just i just haven't watched a, a game of footy properly in so long um, actually, I'll tell you this story. I'm going to try and keep it as PG as possible because it's fucked. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 2017, uh, the grand final is almost upon us. Adelaide has booked their ticket into the big day and we're just waiting for um, GWS and Richmond to, f- to f- sort out their differences. During the game, me and the boys are in group chat and these are all the boys uh, from my football club and we're all about to go on the footy trip for next for the week after so we're going to be in thailand on uh, on the grand final day and i'm like these these teams suck adelaide's got this in the bag and um yeah <laughs> one of the boys is like you do a nudie run and if they uh, lost next week and i'm like yeah right <laughs> so confident (laughs) I was like yeah right and yeah they screenshotted it and shit come grand final day they um, I'm just like thinking in my head like should I actually tell this story (laughs) Venus good picture they got knocked. Yeah, they, they got, got knocked. knocked. So, it, you know what? And it, it was so devastating because because obviously I'm from Adelaide. <laughs> so you go out and it looks like those uh, country hillbilly towns with like oh, yeah. flags and everything like that. And then everyone was driving past and going, woo, crows. Oh, and my just, God. Like, I've never seen the town like or Adelaide like that before. And everybody was so depressed. Red, yellow, red, yellow, blue everywhere. And yeah. you're like, okay, even Christmas lights just out, blue, yeah. red, yellow. Yeah. And then as soon as a lot, the loss happened, you just heard everyone around the whole area is going, fucking Robert, fucking Texas Walker, and bullshit, fucking. And then I was just like, oh. the even worse part was when they were standing like that, just like the. Oh, yeah, like a power move. I was like, I was like shit's going down, the Avengers are here. Fuck <laughs> yes, let's do it. And then. Oh, my facial expression, I just turned it off. I was like, no. But that's how quickly, like, people can shit on you. And and I love sport as the example because, you know, people cheer for their favorite team when they're they're winning, but they absolutely shit on them saying, this player needs to be dropped, the coach is shit, they need to redo their management when they start losing. It's like, where's the the loyalty, you know? There's never loyalty. when when you see all those comment sections and everything like that, and that's that's kind of like I can I can relate that to TikTok. Yeah, that's what I mean. Obviously, my my 
I don't give a fuck. My, my views have dropped and everything like that. And everyone's just kind of like, your, your page is dying. And, yeah, uh, it's the same thing. You, you get your hard, why aren't you on a million yet and all this stuff. And it's just kind of like, you can kind of see the, the turn that people do. It's just like the loyalty is just not there. Yeah, the, the, uh, the numbers mean actual fuck all because yeah. I know there, there, there are a few people, again, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to shit on anyone, but I know there's <laughs> people out there with two, three, four million followers, not even just on TikTok. They're fucking yeah. pissed. They're so depressed and they're so unhappy. I can see it. And then when they open up to me because, you know, I'm not a, a piece of shit, yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up? I noticed that you're, that you're not posting as much or I noticed that you're, you're not really, you know, as, as personality-wise as you are or however you say it. And they're like, oh, I've got all these followers, but I'm not getting any views. I'm like, fuck, you know? When I, was, <laughs> when I had two followers – I I was stoked. I was just putting out videos willy nilly. Still, still. Well, I obviously much. never experienced YouTube, so. <laughs> Absolutely, holy <laughs> shit! But like for me, for me, there's like an exit strategy, right? Like where yeah. uh, uh, where to a point where you're like, yeah, that's enough. I've done that for a bit. I'm over it. Like I'm I'm actually I'm actually nearing that at the moment. However, yeah, I am sure. see, seeing a lot of leverage opportunities. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm not using my followers to spruik shit to them saying, buy this, buy this, buy this. I'm only yeah. doing it if I believe in the product myself, first and foremost. And I reckon everybody will genuinely get benefits out of it. So it has to have 100% value. Uh, where I oh, see a sure. lot of creators, they're like, oh, "Fuck yeah! Oh, look, the spicy burger's out." Every I gotta, I gotta do a video, and and the video sucks. <laughs> cool, you made five hundred bucks for eating a burger on the camera, but your video shit. Sell out. Exactly, it's just like you know, sell out, <laughs> sell out. Yeah, but oh man, honestly, honestly, it's it's good to talk to someone who isn't a piece of shit and who has the right morals. And it's good to bounce off um, each other's vibes. Like every time, I, I don't talk about money much to people because people get jealous. But it's good yeah. to then have you reply saying, "I got this fucking gig booked at this amount." I'm like, "Yes," and it's like, I, I feel I feel a little bit of competition, but it's like yeah. I, I I have that sense of belonging with you where where you succeed. I'm like, yes. Fuck yes! All right, he well, says the, the thing, is, and that's how it should be. Like, yeah. Usually, I'm the, I'm the type as well who doesn't really flex or anything like that. But when it came down to that, and then we're feeding off each other's hype like that, it's yeah. just like it yeah. was a good theme. Like you know what I mean? So, yeah. And when you struggle as well, it's like um, I remember when you asked me how should I approach this. I might try it like this, and it worked. And yeah. I'm I'm winning as well. Like. I don't expect yeah. anything. I don't expect anything. But at the same time, it's there, there's like because of COVID, it's like, you know, we're dormant. We're, we're just, there's a beast about to be unleashed, uh, unleashed, unleashed. <laughs> but um, I, I could just see us like saying, all right, dude, okay, you've got this. I, I need this and I'm doing this. We're doing, we've got hired for a job in Melbourne. Um, yeah. I need you to come assist for me or something like that. I reckon oh, for sure, that would be dope. I'll be keen to that. That would be dope as fuck. I just, I just want to get a job, like, even, even if I get paid like five hundred bucks for the entire thing, um, probably more. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah. like accommodation and paid flights to do something somewhere, goals. I had the opportunity come up recently to go up to Broome. Yeah. 
Um, but unfortunately, I have weddings booked and um, the, they change the dates anyway, so my mate can do it anyway. But I'm just like, yeah. man, I'm so close. So bees dick away. I'm landing that type bees of dick away. Yeah. So, but it's fun because I remember when you told me about that package deal that you that you um, dished out, and I was like, sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay, I'm confident now. All right, if he's doing it, I'm just gonna fucking try it as well. Bang, I got it. And yeah. I'm just like, nice. That's what I mean. Like, it's just kind of like. Um, when I told you that, because the thing is like with my abilities, I was just like, oh, hopefully it works out for him. And then you told me it did. And then that raised my confidence as well. And, and everything. Cause I, I still think of myself as like a, a freshie in the industry as well. Like, Oh mate, out. we're always going to be fresh. Yeah, definitely. That's how you got to yeah. think about it. I reckon. And that's the thing. Like when, when you came out pretty good with that, with that deal, I was just like, oh, okay. Maybe I do know a little bit of something. Yeah. It raises your confidence a bit more too because it's like, uh, oh, well, someone else did it. All right, cool. Well, it's yeah. time to release an ebook at nine ninety nine. And, and that's the thing, you're trying to find that balance between being humble but also being able to like collect you, what you deserve. Yeah, you've got to know your worth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Worth. And that's the thing like I, I struggled with is like, just trying to stay as humble as I can, but it, I was too silent to the point where I did not show what I what I had to offer. Yeah, and yeah. Just just gotta uh, put it out there, and and TikTok's helped me big time. Helped me yeah. big time, knowing my worth. And then now I get like a DM once or twice a week about someone wanting to do a brand deal or something, which is so weird still to me because it's like. <laughs> The fuck? And, and and I still reject a lot of them because it's not my thing. Like uh, yeah. there's a band called Crooked Colors. Have you heard of them? No. No. Uh, see? Sounds um, interesting. Some, some random indie band that has a million streams on Spotify per month. Um, it probably would have been a cool band for me back in 2010 when I was obsessed with Triple J. But now I'm like, <laughs> nah. I don't, I listen to podcasts and lo-fi and classical music. That's it. I don't want to yeah. listen to your fucking lyrics that are regurgitated from someone else 30 years ago. Um, so, but you can't say yes to every brand deal. No, I mean? exactly. But, but And it's your audience as well. Like, yeah. At the same time, they'd just be like, wait, what? Like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Well, the moment they <laughs> offered it. It doesn't me, matter anything. Exactly. The moment they offered it to me, I instantly checked out the band. I was like, Nah, this just it, it doesn't suck, but it's just not for me. I just don't see myself in the crowd vibing to this shit. So my counter offer yeah. was, hey, I'll take the photos and create some TikToks if you give me access all areas. And they're like, yeah, done. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to the organisers. Uh, long story short, that's tonight, and the organisers haven't gotten back to me personally. So. That's it. I'm, yeah, not, exactly. I'm not doing. I'm not chasing ass. Fuck that. You know. That's the thing. If you found a another way for something because that's the thing like some people will see something for like 100 bucks and they'll be like I want to do it I want to do it and I totally cut their value off yeah where it's just like um, I'm not sure let's just say the I think I seen one last year like a Hungry Jack's pineapple burger or something oh that sounds good I'm not, I'm not sure what it was but it was like I think people were grabbing these brand deals that, that yeah. were like 100 bucks each and they're like saying yes 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 and it's just like they were still in that stage of building yeah. their, their audience as well. So to go straight to the brand deals and everything and just shut no, it down. No, you can't. And like, you've got to give flair. Like I talked uh, I talked with someone else about these videos. I think it was um, uh, Pedro. 
You know, Pedro? Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. talked about this with Pedro and how he doesn't post that many videos, but when he does, they're fucking good. Like he's got, mm. he, he's, he's more quality over quantity, which is, yeah. you know, fair enough for someone like that. But um, he, uh, I remember he was talking about these um, brand deals that TikTok um, like invited a few collaborators to do. And yeah. everybody else shat the bed with their videos. They sucked. And Pedro's one went super viral. And he's just like, I'm carrying these motherfuckers. This, uh, my video alone is helping their product do well. And I'm just like, that's gangster, you know? Yeah. And, and he, he is 100% genuinely himself. And I love that. Yeah. Um, but and he, isn't he on, he's on the radio show. Yeah, he? he's with Kylie and Jackie O or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't listen yeah. to the radio either, man. I and just, that's, another, that's another like example though, like of why he would be on that, just that nice level is because he's had that, he's surrounded by people that's yeah, kind of like up there as well. He has so perspective. That's what I mean when, when people have that, when they come from nothing and they're just like, they get that essential boost. It's just like, I deserve that. That's me, blah, blah, blah. And then they get all this, this ego comes out of nowhere where someone like him, he would already just have that yeah. all around him. It's kind of like, you know what I mean? That's a, that's yeah. a big example. He has gratitude like, too. He's very grateful. Um, shout outs to Pedro. But um, yeah. there's something else I was going to say uh, in terms of, you know, creating that content. Like for me, like, being a brand deal ambassador, whatever, like I can go out tomorrow and buy 10 of my favorite products and just make a fun video about all of them. Like saying, this is my favorite camera. This is why I use yeah. it. These yeah. are my photos. You know that trend that all these photographers are doing now that just needs to die? It's like, I gave up my full-time job to become a photographer. And it's like <laughs> and it's like the footage of them shooting things, being creative, and then it snaps yeah. to the photos, but they're all shit. I'm yeah. just like, hey, that was funny once, but you're taking that's 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 shit now. Like like fuck. What about the music one? Like, like well, I'm not shitting on anyone, but that's a big thing as well. Like um oh I'm like I've been trying to get my music out there for that long or something like that. But then, like, which is a fair enough thing to – it's a good tactic to get, get your songs out. Yeah. But then people start milking the crap out of it. It's just like – Oh, my God. They'll have these big stories where it's just like – they'll just keep milking the story, milking the story. And then and it, it, it gets to the point where the followers are not following you because of your art. No. It's because you're asking them to follow you. Yeah. Because they will get rewarded a comment back or something like that. Yeah, which, it's it, it's a enough, fine, I, it's I, a I've fine done it before, but just to, to just to a point where it's just yeah. like when people complain like why their followers aren't as interactive, it's because it's not a community based followers. It, it's it's basically like a Interactive, like yeah, interactive. If you can make a community based and build a community around your followers, you will win ten times over. Exactly. Like it, because because there's a sense of belonging. Is that they, they, they yeah. have that they have that winning thing. It's like when when the football game is when they win, they go and cheer for their their fans, or they you know high five them or something like that, or they they do like meet and greets and stuff. Not a, not enough creators mm. do meet and greets, and it's fucking sad. I know COVID and all that shit, but before that, everyone was like, oh nah, I can't do a meet and greet, or they fucking yeah. charge twenty dollars for a ticket. Are you kidding me? Like who are you? Exactly. Who are you? Unless unless it's a security risk and you need a venue and you need to cover the costs for the venue, fair enough. Yeah. But like at the park, fuck it. You're charging kids to see someone who just got famous for 
what God knows what anybody could have done it, but yeah, yeah, with the whole music scene, man, I see all these people like, "Hey guys, just released this new song. It really helped me out. If you went and streamed yes. it, and it's like, but is it any good? Like I've done it a couple of times. A couple yeah. of people that um, we both know um, that have you know reached out to me and said, "Hey, can you listen to my song?" And I, I listened. Some most majority were wasn't I'm not saying shit because that's subjective, um, but I'm just saying it wasn't my song. I listened to it and I was like, cool. And he's like, oh, do you reckon you can put it on your playlist? I was like, no, I'm not because it's not my song. It's like with the whole Crooked Colors thing. Two free $100 tickets. I don't even know how much they cost. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit at all. Yeah, exactly. Do not give a shit. And and that's where people lose their touch. And that's when you know, like, I I guess because me and you are part of, like, having businesses and stuff like that, you kind of like. I've got better things to do. you negotiate you deal with clients and it's just like and that's another thing what i'm saying is like when when new new creators are up and coming and they haven't dealt with these like consults yeah chatting to to people they don't know their work they completely throw their value out the window 100 percent. and that's the thing is kind of like when you you read through a, a client a certain client and you know when they're trying to use you at the same time it's just like Come on, man! Don't yeah. throw yourself out the window while you're talking to them. But having having my <laughs> own business has relaxed my ability to give a shit at all with brand yeah. deals that approach me on uh, oh, through social media because I know my worth. I know my worth very well now, and and it's come f- at, in the last like two to three months. It's like yeah. that. Um, it's like that. I'm not going to say the exact brand name um, because I'm not shitting on anyone again. But they messaged me mm. saying, "Hey, can we do this? Can we do this collaboration?" And I'm like, "Yes. Uh, can Can you make a video of us uh, about our website?" I was like, "Yes. It'll be seven hundred and fifty dollars. Thanks." Yeah. One because I'm not I'm not being cocky saying that's how much I'm worth, but I can do other things that I can probably make more money with. And yeah, now sure. it's like. If you want to, there it is. And they said yes. And I was like, oh, shit. Now I have to actually make it. And then it's like <laughs> there's no passion for it. But I may I managed to make uh, it a passionate project. Long story short, they're not replying to my emails anymore, even though I've made the videos. But yeah. they've paid me. I'm fucking happy. Whatever, you know. Exactly. Sold, you know. I think when you, when you start not giving a shit. It's like, the best feeling in the world, it, man. It helps so much. Holy shit. <laughs> Know your worth and not give a shit. <laughs> I reckon that's the title of the show. Know your worth and not give a shit. Can you can you can yeah. you say shit in a in a title for a podcast and not give a shit? <laughs> and saying no. That's an important thing. Not, as well. Know your worth and saying no. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I like that. That I've, I've typed that in. I've got I've got my little text little window next to me. I, uh, as <laughs> as we do shows, I'm like trying to always come up with the best title that will be like, oh, that's sick. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm excited for Twitch. Yesterday I Twitched for the first time properly. I finally got my game to work and I had 50 people fucking view my shit. It was exciting, man. 50. What a debut, man. What what, what are you playing? I'm playing Among Us. The best thing in the world is I reckon this will be my reinvention of myself for my online content because ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to um, stream. All the time. Exactly. I remember a game called Habbo Hotel. I don't know if you ever heard of Habbo Hotel. <laughs> fucking, fucking love that game when I was a young one. I got banned from it because I kept getting reeled in by some old men. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
probably me. Um, <laughs> man, that ASL, game, ASL. that game, that game was the foundations of my entrepreneurial background. I was obsessed with selling the furniture on that shit, trading it, doing a better deal. I, uh, all of my negotiating skills and all that, that started from that. And I, I don't know yeah. if I've mentioned this on a, on the podcast before. I know some listeners may may recognize it, but year ten, fifteen years of age. I think it was two thousand and six. It was yeah. the year that they 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 said no, they were not, we can't sell lollies in the canteen anymore. They changed the laws. And I saw it as a marketing opportunity. Do you remember Zombie Chews? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Funny story about Zombie Chew. When I was in primary school, they were selling those Zombie Chews in the canteen. Yeah. And uh, me and a mate of mine thought it would be funny to just shove all the flavors in our mouth at the same time. So we all ate it, everything like that, and then came back to the class all spastic. And then they were like, what is going on with these kids? And we're just bouncing around the room. And then one of the kids went, it's zombie cheese, zombie cheese. And I was like, oh, crap. And they banned it? Pretty much banned and oh. banned zombie chews just because we were just a bunch of pipe freaks while eating them. Mate, do you remember so, the Dragon Ball Z Tarzos? Exactly. Yeah, I used to cut yeah, yeah, and you know when you like, you know how they have that competition where if you flip it, if yours landed a specific way and theirs landed a specific way, uh, you would like the, the outcome would decide on who gets to keep both of them. Like you, you played for keeps. We did that at school. And then one fucking dickhead said, oh, my, he stole my Tarzos. It's like, no, I didn't, dickhead. I just won in a toss that you agreed to do with me. And then oh. they fucking banned them. It's like, God damn it. You know, you, you, you want to you you win something, you got to take a risk. If you lose, yeah, exactly. you can't fucking sook about it. You just got to go again. And that's pretty, much, that's pretty much the moral of the story. But going back to the zombie chew thing, they were selling them for 20 cents at the canteen. And when they banned them, I went to the bulk shop where they, um, where they sell all that shit in bulk. And I found a box for 20 bucks, 50 of them for 20 bucks. And I was like, okay, what am I going to sell them for? Fuck it. A dollar. Sold out within 10 minutes. And I made $30 in 10 minutes as a 15-year-old. I did that for a term and I made over $1,000. I got year eights to sell it for me as well. I said, you sell 10 of them for me, you get to keep one and eat it. Just make sure you give me my 10 bucks. And that was fucking good. I had a I had a candy cartel in school. Now, here's the best thing about this story, right? My mum was a teacher at my school. She had an office. She had a desk space. So what I did one day was I bought five boxes. I went all in, fucking hundred dollars. I bought I bought them to school with me because she she'd take me to school, put them in her office. Recess time, I'm out there. I'm the zombie chew kid making bank. Some kid gave me a 20 and he wanted 20 candies. I gave him 21 saying, thank you for your business. And he never forgot that and always bought from me, you know, something for nothing. And then I would go halfway through recess to the staff room while all these other peasants were lining up at the canteen trying to buy a sausage roll. And by the end of recess, which is a 20-minute window, I had made 60 to $90 at school. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of money back I then fucking, too. <laughs> and, and the teachers caught on to it, but my mom had my back, you know. She, yeah. she fed my entrepreneurial, you know, growth she was just like no, i got you back man i got you back and then when everyone was asking so what's he fundraising for and he's like oh he's football team or some shit i know that i know this story is technically illegal but i was a kid you know fucking sue me but oh, yeah, that, that that like the fact that she didn't shut that down and said 
it's good, you know, in being innovative, being different, you know, you know, making yeah. the most of a situation. It's it's what it's all about. And and this is what the kids need to to learn. This is what they need yeah. to learn. And like thinking the, outside the box and having yeah, that support yeah, as well. Exactly. Is, is Capitalizing on an opportunity um, yeah. and not just whinging about it. It's like, okay, COVID's here. Guess what? More people are gonna be on their phones. Make content. Exactly. Co- yeah. oh, COVID's finished. People are going to be out and about. Make content. Yeah. Interview them all, saying, how'd you go? You know? Um, I had the most fun. I don't know if you ever saw it, but I re- released a, a YouTube video. The most ev- amount of effort I've ever gone into making one was where I interviewed people outside the shops who were waiting, lining up to get toilet paper. I think fun, I see that, yes. Funnest <laughs> video I've made so far. And I got so many, so many, so much better things that I can make. I just don't have time at the moment. I need a, I need a guy to film it for me because it's so hard to do it myself, even though I've got go go gadget I mean it's just like we, we have those platforms sit there and you're like damn it like, oh, I wish there was just like yes but then again you've got your twitch streams so that's, that's yeah good. That's it's, it's exciting I just I just like want to I just want to I actually want to stream right now and just like because I was obsessed and like even even if I'm not I don't get 50 viewers even if I get six I'm stoked that I can record it put it on the twitch thing and be like that was my first one I, I don't know oh, if I sorry. recorded yesterday's one. I think I didn't, but, but there was some some solid content on there. I had kids drop in. They're like, what's the code? What's the code? And they were all just following me around and, and you know, and then when I died, um, I was, I shit myself. Like I'm very vocal in the game. I reckon that's going to be the difference because I see- I have no idea what this game is. Bro, it's, it's so good. <laughs> among us, among us. Among us, I got to suss them out, mate. Mate, it's funny as fuck. But anyway, so, um, like, and this is the thing, uh, and this is where it comes to streaming. I see a lot of streamers just sit there, like, like, like this, like, just hand on keyboard, hand on mouse, click, click, click. Maybe look at the screen yeah. one time. Oh yeah, I can, you know. But my Twitch stream is going to be different. It's I'm I'm live commentary the entire time. I'm saying what I'm thinking, and it's. Fucking extra. I've always I've always wanted to do it. Like, like going yeah. back to when I was a kid playing Habbo Hotel, they had like a DJ thing for like values websites of all these rare furnitures and they had a DJ thing. And I was like, I want to be a fucking DJ. I figured out how to do it and I had 20 people listening to me and I was giving away furniture. It's like, all right, in the next 15 minutes after this song. I love that, man. It was fun. And That's like, crazy. I was, I was too busy playing the Pets. <laughs> And then, and then when I when I discovered online gaming, I was like, "This is sick!" You know, is there a way to capture this and like put it on the internet? And I'm like, "Oh shit, people are doing this." And then obviously, my internet's been shit my whole life. Um, coming from the country, coming to the city, living in a suburb that was like a black hole for the internet. It's uh, I've been dormant my whole life, and it's I'm gonna I'm about to come out of my cage because I've been doing just fine. How crazy is online <laughs> streaming though? It's just like, dude. I just remember Xbox Live as in like, dude. if you have a personality <laughs> and you're not afraid to be in front of the camera and speak your mind <laughs> and love it, you're going yeah. to win. Historically, you're going to win all time. Like, yeah, that's it. But but most people- This is the thing. Some, some YouTubers actually found it hard to stream because the thing about YouTube is sometimes they can cut everything. And then they're like, because like they can cut their videos and stuff like yeah. that. But when they came out of streaming and actually like having your own personality play the whole time, yeah, it's just like, do you know what I mean? That's kind of like when you can spot out certain things because some 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 
influencers can play as characters sometimes. Yeah. I'm I'm just would, extra as fuck all the time. Like yeah, I, know, I get kicked are, out. That's why I'd be interested to see your your stream on Kamas. But that, I get kicked out of nightclubs because they think I'm too drunk. I'm like, mate, I'm actually sober. <laughs> Fun fact. I'm going to get in my car now, drive home, gonna get pulled over by a cop, gonna get breath tested, and it's gonna be zero zero on their fucking reader because I'm just I'm just extra. I just love it. I love I love everything. Like I love meeting people and saying, Hey, how are ya? Fun fact, I used to be introverted. You did? Yeah. I can't I can't picture that. <laughs> I can't picture that anymore either. I, went, I I just yeah, I was just I had fear. I had anxiety. I had I was just like, oh, I I wanna do that, but but my, one of my one of my best mates growing up, um, straight out of high school, his name's Jordan. Um, yeah. We grew apart, but some of the best memories, and he helped me become a part of who I am today. He'd just be the biggest dickhead when we'd be out and about, and I'd just be like, "Oh, I don't know." He's like, "Who fucking cares, man? These people are nobodies. Yeah. They don't know who you are. They're not going to know who you are tomorrow. Just don't yeah. kill someone or throw glass at anyone. You'll be right." And then we would go out. And we would do the dumbest shit. Like, and I'm talking, we would be on the dance floor and playing invisible table tennis to each other in the in the club. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? All the girls danced with us. Because we were fun. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the club for the first time the other week. Um, fucking, I didn't even have my ID and they let me in. Not because of TikTok. I just I had a I took a photo of my ID on my phone. Just like, is this good enough? Oh. <laughs> Anyway, I'm out there. I, I I think I didn't pay for one single drink because of the whole TikTok thing, which is fucking cool too. Yeah. But when I was dancing, everyone around me, I, was, I mean, apart from my height and my clout and all that shit, I was dancing. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, everybody can see me anyway. I'm a giant. Like, okay, what am I going to do here? Am I just going to sit down and just try to talk as loud as I can over the music to some random. No, I'm going to fucking have a good time. And all the guys, they're all like high-fiving me because they want that sense of belonging. They they see me <laughs> succeed and they're like, man, if I high-five him, I'm going to be fucking cool too. You know, maybe I can, you know, get a root or something. <laughs> Not from me though. But um, yeah, dude, it's, it's fucking fun, man. And that's why I like going to gay bars. Because every yeah. one of their they they just they're so they're so fun they're so inclusive they they don't give a fuck as well like more so now than before but oh man I'd love to see you clubbing I reckon it'd be fun bro like I'm not even joking like I'm the type of guy who's like bouncing around and just doing the worm and you know yes. what when I'm doing the worm that's the that's when I know like I'm going home <laughs> like people like they go if Tamani does a worm tonight. We're going home because then all you see is this white shirt full of dirt. Oh no! And no, like rookie. and just like you wear a white shirt for that's rookie. That's disgusting. And, it, and this is the thing, like um, oh fuck, that's when you know that that, that I need to go out. I, re- I remember this one time where um, it was a combination of everyone. It was it was me, Jimmy Jackson, Frenchie, and all the boys. Shit all trying to go out and we just could not go out whatsoever. We just couldn't have fun. Why is that? Because everyone's showing their phones in our faces. Uh, it's just like, <gasps> yeah. and I was just like, oh, crap. So it's just like, that's just like the bad combination whatsoever. Yeah. Like, um, I'm just kind of glad that like, you, 
I can just chill sometimes, just like go out and just chill and just like, but then sometimes when you get a bit crowded by some people, it's just like, it's it, at, at the start, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Like this is, this is sick, which is still cool. Cause you're just like, I'm glad to take a photo of you. Um, but sometimes I guess to the point where you're just like, damn, I want to chill out. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess that's the, um, that's the life that's been bestowed upon you if you go to a specific crowded place. It's going to happen. Like I went to yeah. my local shopping center in the middle of the school holidays and I actually didn't realize because it was in the middle of the week and I was like, holy shit, it's actually the school holidays. I needed to do an errand. I got to the place where I needed to be and the <laughs> – Literally trying to talk to the guy, I had 15 kids walk past me in a window of five minutes. Every time I started talking back to him again, it was like a tap on the shoulder. I don't mind it, but I was just like, damn, this this actually would get so exhausting. And I I mean, it's it's now nice to know what, what it's like to be on the other side, being that yeah. celebrity sort of figure. I hate the term TikTok famous. Oh, you're that guy from TikTok. I'm like, I'm not that guy from TikTok. I'm that guy that makes funny videos on TikTok. You fuck. <laughs> it's kind of like, that's that TikTok song. That someone, pulled, someone pulled over. <laughs> when I was walking the dog one morning at 7.30 in the morning just to take a photo. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's it's cool. Like, I don't mind at all. I'm, I'm not a private person at all. Um, yeah. But at the same time, people people need to like – Chill out, you know. Don't. I, I remember the first time experiencing it. It was 2013. Um, so me and my friend were. That's when the Harlem Shake was in there. <laughs> um, what so what happened is like, uh, I don't know. I had this. I had like 15 likes or something. Yeah. And then my mate looked at my photo. He's like, "Damn, you got 15 likes." I was like, "What the hell?" And he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna try and get 60." And he says, and I'm like, what are you talking about? So we just try to make this goal. We like try to make six, get 60 likes just as the, to take the piss. And um, I'm like, all right, what's your idea? And he's like, oh, do you remember the Harlem Shake? And I'm like, yep. And I'm like, that trend is pretty much almost dead. And he's like, oh, we're going to bring it back. So you're going to be on top of this car. I'm going to pretend to light up this jerry can, set it on fire, and it blows up, and all of us are going to be on the floor. So we film it. And then, dude, not even lying, I just like, he hit the 60 likes. I was like, oh, cool. Then I woke up the next day, it was like 15,000. Oh, it was just insane. It was Facebook as well back wow. then. Wow. That was insane. And then that's when I realized, I was like, what the hell is going on? And then you just hear it. It's just on some news articles and everything like that. <laughs> and then I went to TAFE that day and then they played it on the big screen. And I was just like, what the hell? And they're like, look at these idiots. <laughs> And, and it was you. Clear as day, you could just see my face in there, and I'm just like this, like just like, oh yeah. And I'm like, what a bunch, what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> what a loser. And uh, then um, they're like, wait a second, that's you. And I was just like, oh crap. <laughs> and that's when I first like had a taste of it. I was just like, what the hell is going on? And they were just like roasting me and everything in class. And then that's you so know what? Good. I was at that young age where I'm like, it kind of like. That's when I had that first taste. It did get to my head. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I've got, I've got a bit of fame now. And then that's the thing. Like, I think I had to go through that journey to kind of realize that yeah. it's not the shit. It's not everything. Yeah, no. And not. that's the thing. Like, um, I walked in TAFE the next day and I'm like, ha, ha, did you see the video? And I kept doing I was that guy at that time. 
My and it's kind of like you just hit you just you just hit a point where you're like no one gives a fuck. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> I was just like you you shouldn't give a fuck. And like I knew that I was changing my personality was going to a different place and everyone was realizing it and having chats to me and then that's when I kind of like went to ground back to ground zero and just said, you know what? I'm just going to let everything happen right now. I'm just not really give a shit. And then that's all I've that's, been like that ever since day one. That's so important. That's so important. And that's, that's, I'm great. I'm grateful you did that because yeah. that's the difference between uh, someone that, that that's genuine and someone that's just, just fucking a hype beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, you cringe when you think about it. Like I always cringe when I think about myself back then. Do you know who I am? Getting that rush and going, no, oh, yeah, I'm on YouTube. Yeah, I'm on, yeah. And I was just like, oh shit, it's like cringy as shit. Oh, but you like, know what? Yeah. That's that's the thing that you you got to go through to kind of like, yeah, humble yourself and, and realize. But I mean, some people you do use it gotta, for leverage. Kind of like stick to that same plan. Yeah, like they will stick to that the whole time. Yeah, my my first taste in uh, a bit of clout was. Back in, I think it was 2013 as well, maybe earlier. We went to Supernova, the comic book convention. Um, it was yeah, I've been to one. Yeah, good. And uh, a young, not a young, uh, an actor by the name of Vern Troyer, um, who was the actor of Mini Me at uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, the little fella. Uh, rest in peace, Vern Troyer. Um, he he was doing a signing, and it was costing thirty dollars or something to get like a photo with him or something like that. And we were like, can we all chip in like five bucks each and just grab one group photo with him? And they're like, yeah, let's do that. So anyway, we went up there and we all got around him and he was like sitting on his little table. And uh, yeah, we got a photo. It was sick. Anyway, as we were all walking away, um, his entourage or security guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, um, Mr. Troyer wants to take a photo with you. And I was like... That'll be $30. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be sick. So he, he came up to me, shook my hand, and there's two photos. i got to find them. There's two photos of me bending down, right down. He's, um, he's two foot eight for the record. Two oh, foot eight. Um, uh, and I'm shaking his hand, like fully bent over, six foot ten, big boy. And then for the photo, he like – leans right next to my knee. He uses my knee as his little pole and he's just like casually, he's wearing a Steelers, Steelers jersey um, and then um, like leaning ne- uh, against me and uh, yeah, took the photo and, and then uh, he sent it to me straight away and then I put it on Reddit and then Reddit went fucking mental. Reddit That's went insane. mental. If you want genuine audience that has no – that doesn't hold anything back, post shit on Reddit and tell me how good you are after. Like all these influencers who think they're top shit, mate. Reddit's, Reddit's mate, a fucking Reddit's oh, savage as shit. It's so hard. I just had an experience this year with Reddit um, because obviously there's like a, a there's a channel that we just roast each other, just yeah. all our mates. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to open up a Reddit page. And I'm like, what the fuck's a Reddit page? And because, because I was in this era of banter and no filter and just talking shit i took it pretty well when i was seeing all this stuff there's like before and after photos of me being skinny and fat and i'm just like people putting jump of the heart uh faces and stuff like on me it's just like i was thinking to myself like no one's gonna survive watching this right now (laughs) like if you hadn't gone through that 
talk shit stage, like even just back then, because oh, that's man. all you could do. You just talk yeah. back to each other. Like the, it and toughens you up. Like at the at yeah. the point in time, you, you feel like you're gonna just get murdered by your by the boys. Like I, I had a mate. He um. He he would he would go on a tangent. I called him Mr. Tangent because when I would start spruiking him and giving him shit, he would find something that's got nothing to do with anything about me and just put just pull the trigger. And I'm just like, Jesus, okay, fuck. Just absolutely savage. But now it's like like I went, I don't know if you see the roast me video I made yesterday on TikTok. I, I just, I came up with an idea where I go up to the kids. Yeah. The camera's pointing me because I'm not allowed to film the kids. And I'm like, <laughs> roast me. Yeah. And the three were, and these are actually my top comments that people give me on TikTok is um, your mustache sucks. Uh, you should have got braces when you were younger and you look like Sid from Ice Age. And I'm like, <laughs> Just but like I don't care, but like that's that's yeah. the thing you need to go through. But going back to the clout thing, the with the Vern Troyer mini me, um, when he posted it on Facebook, on his Facebook, it yeah. had twenty thousand likes overnight, and I remember looking at the stats. That was one of his most viral posts that he put up. Like that's mini me, man. He puts up heaps of shit that everyone just likes because he's famous. But that yeah. was epic. Then I had all these people from school that I haven't fucking talked to in years message me like, "Oh, hey, Sev, I saw you with mini me." Oh. And then I saw some other kids or some other people that I went to school with, um, like talking shit and like making vol- like all these like fucked up comments about it. But it's like you know, it's banter. It's it's either banter yeah. or they're jealous or both. I, yeah, exactly. I always like this sounds cocky, but yeah. everyone negative to me is just jealous. That's automatic. Yeah, automatic to me. I'm like, oh, okay, you, you're just jealous. And like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, I didn't fucking ask. I just said I didn't ask. I, I love said. post high school. I love post high oh, school because you're like, you kind of like it's it's so funny. And then like I, I remember I was just at this this. Like, cause we're gonna have our school reunion soon, oh. and just people like, oh, I'm, I've known Tamani since uh, I probably supported his uh, filming, and <laughs> and you know, what's, you know, it's a funny thing back then, like, cause we had our, well, we were filming in 2009, 2008, like with these big ass cameras, and like people were just be like, oh, you, you guys are a bunch of faggots for doing oh, this. Oh my god, this. yes, so you guys are a bunch of losers. And it's kind of like uh, YouTube, being a YouTuber, like that was not something back then. Like the drama teacher would be like, the drama teacher would be like, oh, what do you guys want to be when you're older? And you go, oh, I want to be a YouTuber or a social, something with social media. Yeah. Like, even the term social media wasn't even there. But they'd be like, there's no such thing as a YouTuber, like the teacher. And then everyone would laugh in class. It's just crazy. Like, and then what happened, I, like, all those years later, that teacher had asked for us to come and do a talk for the school for like a success story or something yeah. with the, with, the as, with social media. And I was pissing you. I was just like, it's so funny like to how people can just have that little laugh and then post high school be like, here was my mate. It's just yeah, like, fuck that. what? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually, it's funny you say that because I, even though I am post high school, school, I'm technically high school still because I'm, I'm a teacher. But even the kids do that to me still today. I remember when yeah. I first started TikTok. Just, just it was just some random, random videos that I made just to test out what the fuck the app was. 
I remember there's one video. I think it was the very second video I ever yeah. uploaded. I was at my um si- uh, my I nearly said sister. Um, I was at my <laughs> my girl. Is this how you got into TikTok? Yeah, kind of, kind of. Okay, yeah. How, okay, yeah. the original story of how I got into TikTok, a lot of people ask me this, so I can finally say, go check out my fucking podcast with Manny, listen to one and a half hours, and that's when I start talking about it. Um, the reason why I got into TikTok was uh, there was a kid in my class in year 10, it was, it was 2018, at the end of 2018, and yeah. it was it was Musical.ly back then, and he was doing lip sync videos on Musical.ly. I was like, and, and everyone was making fun of him, but he was just like, I don't, I don't care. And he was just like lip syncing. <laughs> and he was one of those kids that was just like a little bit special, not like, not like uh, special needs or anything, but he was, he was like, um, I'd say a bit odd, but I like that. I yeah, like exactly. odd kids. I like weird yeah. kids. And I like all kids, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sounds I was a weirdo. Sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. Same, 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 same. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, what the fuck's this app? And I was just, oh, it's, it's, it's like musically, but it's actually, it's, it's called TikTok now. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I downloaded it on a whim just, just to, I can put a, a few, a few videos up. And then yeah. I put a few videos up. The very first video was um, just me taking a video of all these cameras after I did a, a tour in my wow. city. And, and it had a thousand views. I was like, holy fuck. Okay, that's cool. Left it for like two weeks. I was at my girlfriend's brother's house one night and he had this piano that you needed to blow through the tube to make it play. It's like, you ever seen those? That's, yeah, I've seen those. So it makes those weird noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what I did was I played it like very quickly and just posted it. And that was it. I left it. It got like 10 views. I was like, cool, sweet. And then I remember one night, one day specifically in, in class, there was a there was a student outside of the class. I can just hear what she was looking at on her phone. And I recognized the tune that was playing. It was the tune from my video. And I was like, what the fuck? Someone found my TikTok at school already? Like, what? So then I started putting more and more and more up. And the kids started going, oh, sir, we found your TikTok. It's so gay. It's so cringe. Sir, you're, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I had like 100 followers by then, right? 100 yeah, followers. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Sick, eh? And then I did a video about um, what kids say at school. And that got 30,000 views. Like my first, my first video that went over 10,000. To me, anything over 10,000 is viral. But most people yeah, think it's a million. Sure. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. That happened and I'm like, holy shit, that was cool, you know? Okay, I'm gonna do more of these eventually. And then yeah. and then and then I broke through when I made the video of me walking through Woolies. This was November or around this time last year, when I was walking through Woolies and I was like, just at the thinking, checkout? No, not at the checkout. I was walking through the aisles. I was like, I can see every fucking aisle and every sign, and I can be like, oh, there's the pasta sauce if I want it. And I made that video. And by the time I got to school, it was on 100,000 views. And I was like, holy shit. And then I made another video that day about me being tall. It's like, it's good about being six foot 10 and uh, a teacher because the kid at the back of the class on their phone, smiling down on their lap. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. Went viral again. And I was like, holy shit. And then next minute, 500 followers went to 1,000 followers, went to 10,000 followers in the space of a week. And I was like, shit, holy shit. And then it just grew from there. But the reason why I started TikTok was just the kids were onto it and I thought it would be funny to, to, to be involved. 
Sorry, guys. A little bit of a, a technical difficulties. We had Manny's Wi-Fi fucking <laughs> bend it. But yeah, anyway, just turn it. Just turn it off. Just yeah. turn off the computer. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, they got the kids. I got I got involved with the kids are into, and I figure that. Being a school teacher, one of the most valuable things is you know the trends early from what the kids are interested in. I saw kids playing Among Us well before they become viral on TikTok. And I was just yeah. like, oh, sick. So you just got to pay attention. But uh, even though I'm, I'm, I'm exiting that world uh, by the end, at the end of the year, it's, um, it's fun to interact with them like that. And uh, even though I've, I've been, um, you know, spoken to a few times, not not too bad. Like the the my principal is okay with what I'm doing, but she's just like, be careful. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. I'm not a robot. I'm not going to hide my stuff. I don't have any skeletons in my closet uh, anymore, yeah. anyway. And I'm just going to be me. And the kids love it. I'm like, name name a few students. Name no no name a teacher that is known by probably at least 20 kids in every school in Australia. Sevo. That's Sevo. me. That's me. Exactly right, yeah. So I need to figure out that how. That is true. And I said I was going to go on a podcast with you and then all my mates wrote, oh, that teacher, the tall-ass teacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's really like well-known and established that you are yeah. Tall ass teacher. Tall ass teacher. So I need to, uh, when I retire, <laughs> I'm saying retire, I'm going on hiatus from teaching because I don't like the curriculum. I want to start speaking at schools. So I'm not teaching anymore, but I'm speaking at schools, which is yeah. inevitably more money anyway. But it's not about the money. It's about the impact that I make. I feel like I can make more of an impact traveling around to schools and just being a good person. You know, kind of yeah, like yeah, what sure. Uncle Tix is doing with his Tourette stuff. I want to do it with um, my stuff too, you know. Like for me, it's being body positive. Um, you know, the height thing is genetics. It's not something uh, – I'm not going to go into that debate um, actually just before I do because people get upset about all that. Um, but just just whoever you are, just own it. That's it. About height? Nah, about, about weight and how your face is and yeah, stuff yeah. like that because people get – Really, really defensive, um, which is which is okay. I just don't want to <laughs> just want to be on the receiving end of it right now. Um, but yeah. So, um, what about you? What do you what do you see yourself doing in five years' time? This is a question I ask everybody. Oh, that's a big one. Five years' time. Well, mm, you got me there. <laughs> got you there. Um, Stumped him. Well, sure. Five years' time. I just want to honestly just progress the the company that. I'm trying to build right now. Yeah. So that's that's just my big aim and just kind of like uh, obviously the, the the end goal for me is to retire my parents. That's one of the biggest things. I love that. So that's that's one of my big goals. That's probably one of my purposes why's as well. Yeah. We've, we've that's a, that's a good why. I like that why. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing that kind of like whenever I feel like I'm lazing off of my editing or something like that, I just always remind myself of that that why and just like this is this yeah. isn't like for nothing or anything like that and it just just keeps you going yeah going on that path as well but just to think about it like i'm like obviously i'm back at home as well and then i don't know my mum, she's like six years old finished her shift and she'll come home with like mcdonald's and she'll be like here's mcdonald's and then she'll go to bed she just did like an eight hour shift yeah and she, you know what i mean like those type of things like she's been working her whole life it's just like for her to be like 60 something years old finishing a shift coming still bringing her 26 year old child <laughs> some mcdonald's and it's kind of like you know what i mean it's kind of like 
I do like owe in that sense, but she doesn't look at it that way. She looks at it yeah. more like that's her job. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, it's just kind of like, that's what my big repayment later on. And, and the thing is like also kicking off, because obviously I look at TikTok as well as a, as an avenue. Um, and I want to kick that off as well, but I won't be too reliant to like reliant on it. Like yeah. mentally. No, no, you can't. Have you noticed, I think I talked to you about this before, but have you noticed that when you focus more on your business, your TikTok suffers and vice versa? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I remember one of the first deep conversations we had together was um, you were telling me about you and your brother and how you kind of told him that you weren't really doing as much for the business because you were too busy making TikToks and your business was suffering. And then after that chat, I was like, swap it around. And you did. And then fucking hell, look at that. Just, just the thing. Like then I started landing these, like these big jobs and everything like that. Um, And that's the thing. Like, that's what I was kind of like thinking. You can't like having that balance is hard. That's why I just do TikTok just here and there. And that's like my, my sole focus is on business. Yeah, that's why I've been right. teaching. That's why I'm bending teaching because yeah. I can't go all in on teaching the kids because my headspace is somewhere else. My headspace is yeah. the wedding shoot that I got to do or the editing I have to do for the last fucking four wa- uh, four months. And it's, oh, yeah. it's overwhelming. It's, um, yeah. And yeah. it's just a crazy story as well with, with the way that the business was. It's like 2017, Mate. both worked in a factory together. And then pretty much we're like, no, nah, can't keep doing this. And then just one of the, this old guy, his name's Rocket, such a spiritual guy name, sort of like host or something. He, he comes up to me. I was like, I was probably around 21 when I started that job. And then he's like, welcome to hell. And he's like, he wasn't joking at all. He's just like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, welcome to the place where you can kill your youth while working 60 hours a week here. And I was just looking at him. I was just like, is this guy joking? Like I'm here to make $22 an hour. I don't really give a crap what he's yeah. saying. And then he said to me, like, come back to me in two years and for your awakening or something. He's, he was a weird guy. I just didn't understand what he was saying yeah. most of the time. And then it was weird. Like uh, when I was working, and then I, I looked up and I kind of seen everyone's heads down like this, like, like just pushing shit. And it's just kind of like, I was thinking to myself, like, holy shit, I'm awake. Like, that's what he was talking about. And then that's when I like, I kind of realized I was like, I was under the system where I didn't realize I was like, it can go long term and I could just, I could just kill everything. You get stuck. Me. And I just like legit like talked to him and then I said, I don't know. I, I've, I've realized right now. I'm like, what now? And then he said, just um, go to the smoko room, write down when you feel the happiest the most. And I said, okay, sweet. And go there, write it down. And everything was like acting, YouTube. I love doing like YouTube, my mates. And it all correlated to a career of like videography. Yes. Yeah. all yeah. I could think of. And I thought to myself, like I did love to make little mini clips and my brother who he had actually been making little tra- travel videos wow. and like uh, yeah just like just on the fly he was doing it on Windows Movie Maker yeah <laughs> and uh, making Shout little out. videos and then um, one of our mates were like hey I've seen your boys are into um, 
into making films. I want you guys to film my wedding if you, you're keen on it. Oh, that's so And good. I said, like, I looked to them, I was like, I looked at my brother. My brother said, yes. And I looked at them, I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, we don't even know how to use a camera. <laughs> and then, like, it, 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 it was like 10 days and I had to, like, look at tutorials and everything like that. Wow. Um, that's it was crazy. Like, I had 10 days looking at the tutorial. I just learned about aperture. I just learned about ISO and shutter speed frames. And it's just like um, my mate had actually, like, he had this spare camera. It was like a GH4. Yeah. And there was two of them. And then we borrowed them. And then pretty much I remember driving to the wedding. And then my brother will, I, my brother freaked out. He's like, I'm going to turn back. I don't want to do this. Well, I'm like, we're already here. Like, let's just film this and see how it goes. And then we film it and it, it, it was the best time because like we had this feeling of like seeing couples smile and seeing like this whole atmosphere of just like a beautiful day. And then that's when we knew like, oh shit, like this is it. That's and the then best. after that, we came up with this plan where he said, hey, um, I had actually been kicked out of my house at that time. Shit, what'd and you do? What'd you do? Funny ad- at that time, when I got, when I got kicked out, because obviously, like, um, my mum wanted to move her new boyfriend in or something like that, which was fair enough. Um, got kicked out. My friend drove past me and says, hey, man, we're starting up this series on YouTube called House of Racker. And I was just like, all right. You know what? I just got kicked out. And he's like, and you can, um, you can do your business while you're here. So that was a That's thing dope. like I made a like a when I was chatting to my brother, I said, How about you work for the gear, like gear and everything like that? While yeah. you're 60 hours a week, I will learn while I'm at this house of how everyone operates, how everyone films and edits. I'll look at tutorials and I'll teach that to you on the weekends. So then we're doing this like back and forth swapping of knowledge and getting gear, better gear, like end up getting like a glide can and everything was getting better and better. And then um, just exchanging knowledge. And then he was basically the financial guy in the back. Um, that kept on going. We kept doing mini jobs and everything like that. And it just formed into just the business it is today. Um, and he went full time this year. So that's like three years of just grinding and then pretty much he quit his job was in that position and three years is not that long three years is not that long and that's and that's the thing everyone thinks it's going to happen today or tomorrow or next week but three years people don't want to do it for three years because they want it straight away like we get it yeah because we've done it it's easier said it's it's easier when to say it when you've done it as well but the thing is before you've done it you're just like fuck when's my next moment you know i'm excited i'm excited to to for my next moment to come I don't know when because that's a spoiler. Exactly. I don't want to fucking spoil it. I don't want someone to tell me in 2026 you're going to go viral and you're going to make a million dollars. Yeah. I know my personality. I'm going to fucking do shit all between now and then because if it happens, it happens. No, nah, it's the journey. It's like, all right, I want to I want to beat that. Before that time, I want to make a million dollars before before that go that happens, you know? And those little journeys of failing as well. I just remember when the audio didn't go well. I just Oh like, my god. And then like, oh You're shit, like, now we're gonna use a, now we're gonna use a shotgun mic to pick oh, up this audio. Yeah, like a backup, I, for backup. me, I didn't really care. Like I just thought like this is an opportunity to grow. This no, is an opportunity to, to to succeed and yeah. everything like that. And 
that's what I love about the journey and look back on it. It's just like, there was so many like fuck ups that you're like, that was my fuck up. Like that's what got me here today. And that's the thing, like what people like, that's why people give up so easily. It's just like, they don't look at the fuck ups as like learning something that you can grow from. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Okay. And that's the thing, like, it makes me, like, uh, emotional because we're going to film an advert for that factory that we both worked in. That's so the best like, thing, I just, That's the best Just thing. told you, like, it was a high budget. Um, they accepted it. They knew that we knew the factory pretty well, so that was a big upper hand as well. Um, but them, them looking at our portfolio and going, what the hell, these guys were working like this guy has stayed behind three years with us while working as a videographer. So kudos to my brother for that. Yeah. Cause that was kind of like, he was just like, how the hell did you do that? Like if we didn't look at your portfolio, I wouldn't have hired you, but we didn't realize that you guys are working at the same time while working here in the factory. And I was just like, love well, that. there you go. I love that. Well, how do we, how do we find your uh, video work, Manny? Well, it's going to be online. It's on Facebook. So visualize me. Co or Instagram Visualize Media Co. Uh, website, I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> visualize, visual eyes, like I, I, E Y E S. I fucking almost yes. forget to spell. Visualize. visualize. That, that came from us, like, because, like, it was a joke between me and my brother. Like, we'll just go, oh, could you visualize us filming full time? Yeah. And just be like, oh, could you visualize, like, it, it was something that. That's it a sick business name for that. That's such mentally a working in a when you work in that factory, like it's like it was crazy, man. You'd be lifting like these fifty kilo things on the production line for twelve yeah. hours straight, and the only way to get out of that mentality was to visualize, and that's the thing that kind of kept to us, and that's the reason why we named it because it was a branding, but also a way for us to escape that reality that we were in at, the, at that time. And I love it. Crazy. I love it. That's, that's my, the whole story for it. My first ever business name was for my personal training. My mate came up with it like straight up. He goes, you should call yourself Extensive Fitness. I see that. <laughs> I remember that. I stalked it. I loved it. <laughs> I was paranoid that people thought I was an idiot because I couldn't spell extensive, but no, it worked. And uh, now now I'm pretty basic, but I'm not super basic. Like Sev's Weddings, it's, it's fun. Not not Siva Mojaev <laughs> photography, even though that sounds sexy as fuck. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah. Um, I actually never knew your full name. Yeah, Siva Mojaev. Yeah, I put the je in pleasure. That's how you say it. Um, and then Sev's pics, when I, when, I'm, when I started up an Instagram account for my photography in 2015, I was like, fuck should I call it? I don't want, want Siva photography. That's fucking boring. Um, Sev's pics, yeah. Sev's pics. Yeah. And all my mates are like, it sounds like Sev's dicks. I'm like, yeah. No, that's my OnlyFans page. So, yeah. Um, guys, I hope you enjoyed this chat with uh, my oh, boy. No, we've been talking for ages. It's good. Yeah, shit. There's um, so much to talk about. So though. much. So much. Definitely a part two coming up one day eventually. Um, oh. I'm sorry for the lack of structure, but I think a conversation structure is so much better anyway. If you enjoyed this, please leave me a DM. Please flood Manny's DMs. He loves chatting with everyone on Instagram. Manny the goof. He replies to everyone and will send you money. Um, 
Much love. Um, yeah, so that's about it. Uh, Manny, if you could tell the audience one thing and one <sighs> thing only as value for them about anything, what would it be? Ooh. Um, don't care what people say. Just don't, don't give a shit what people say because they're not always going to be around you. Nice. And with that, guys, we are going to close it here. Manny, it's been great talking to you. And uh, look, you. look forward to continuing the conversation as we uh, drop this thing. And uh, everybody at home, as always, good thanks. See you later. See you later, guys.